Welcome to the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where the conversation about discipleship is always real for real people in real life. I'm Lance Wigdon. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries. And again, I'm with Keith Strasberger, who's one of our pastors, longtime pastors here at Real Life. And we are continuing our conversation on breaking down the Lord's Prayer. And uh, we are up to the second part now, which is, holy is your name. And Keith, this particular phrase, uh, I think it's hard for uh, us to, in our humanness, to even rationalize what this all means. What does holy mean? Well, in a nutshell, holy uh, means a couple things. Set apart, uh, unique, other than. Um, so, uh, you know, God being holy, he is other than, there's nothing like him. And, um, and then we're called to be holy we're, as he is holy. Well, we would be other than what the world is, um, different, uh, set apart, uh, stand out or unique. It seems odd that essentially Jesus wants us to, when we pray, communicate to God that he is away from us, but yet we're communicating with him mm-hmm. at the same time. It seems like an oxymoron. Yeah, I don't know if he wants us to communicate that, that, that he's away from us. Um, and, and when we talked last time, you know, our Father in Heaven, um, I believe Jesus is setting us up to, to know God mm-hmm. and to think properly of God. And I think that's a, a paramount in, 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 in my own personal life, your life, and the, the life of the church to think properly of God as God wants to be known and considered and believed correctly. And so, you know, he's our Father. And uh, holy is your name. And what that does for me is uh, I, I have to consider God's name and who he is and who he shows himself to be in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, otherwise, otherwise it's, it's commonplace. We're making, uh, even though we have a relationship with God, we, mm-hmm. uh, it's not ordinary. No, it's not ordinary. And unfortunately, and I've been guilty of this as well, is I create an image of God in my mind other than he is. And if I think of God as um, somebody I can go to with just anything and say anything I want and behave any way I want, that's not the God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, God isn't a genie. Um, he isn't a mean God waiting to punish me either. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's worth the time, uh, the effort, the, the consideration, the discipline to get to know God. And again, he gives us his word. And um and what we, uh, I, I believe, what we need to know of God, He gives us in His Word, and to take the time to know that God. Mm-hmm. It is kind of an I- irony if you if you think about it. We really wouldn't even have the capability now of communicating with God if it wasn't for Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If Jesus hadn't, um, uh, you know, gone before and became sin for us and, mm-hmm. and uh, conquered death and raised from the dead. He made the way so we, we're reconciled to the Father. Our, our, we're returned to favor. I love that word reconcile. We're, we're returned to God's favor. And, and, and like you said, and through the Holy Spirit, we can talk to God and have conversation. And I believe even hear from him. Yep. So it isn't, about, it isn't about God needs to know that I know he's holy. It's more about I need to understand that he's, he is holy. It's separated from me because I'm commonplace. But yet he still wants to communicate with me. Yeah, he's, uh, I think, you know, when, it, when he goes, our Father in heaven, holy be your name. It is for me. God knows he's holy. But for me to say out loud and acknowledge 
on a, on a regular basis that God is holy and to consider that, it begins to, in my mind and in our minds and hearts, put God where he belongs, which is the throne of my life. But the more I think of, for example, the more I think well of my wife and I consider what's amazing about her, uh, uh, what, what, how she benefits other people, when I think that way, it builds my love and my devotion to my wife. Mm-hmm. I believe as going, our Father in heaven, holy be your name. It's not just saying, it's actually taking some time and, 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 and considering that and then doing the work of understanding what does holy mean. And if a person doesn't know what that word means, mm-hmm. we're all fortunate we can find out. Mm-hmm. And it's worth the time and effort to find out. And I, I think it, one, one thing that can be frustrating for me is people at times don't care to know those words and they assume that they mean something other than they are. I'll give you an example. I had a home group about two years ago and I just opened up our group and I asked everybody in the group to define the word holy mm-hmm. and let everybody go around. And there were some people in there that had been believers for 10, 15, 20 years. Everybody was all over the place. Everybody had a def- different definition. Then I asked this question, who in here is holy? Mm-hmm. And nobody would own that they're holy because they didn't know what the word meant and what God wants us to know about that word and what we, he wants us to know about him and what the Lord Jesus has done so that we can own that we are holy as he is holy. And on top of that, then begin to acknowledge the holiness of God, his uniqueness, his difference from anything because he's not created. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that's not created. Everything else is created. So he has a whole different position than anybody else. And how we respond to that is significant. That's that's really good, and it's and uh, not that we can fully wrap our minds around it, but at least uh, the the attempt in doing it is a journey that's worth journeying on. Yeah, I don't believe we'll ever wrap our minds around mm-hmm. it, and I love how you said that. But it is a journey, and it is and for me and in, in, in my own personal journey, taking the time not to try to understand, but consider and to know God how He wants to be known, and actually ask Him to help me grasp or hold on to or believe the things He wants me to believe. You know, speaking of understanding God in this situation, it is odd that it says holy is your name because holy is is descriptive uh, of name, but we don't know what the name is. And so if I'm a non-Christian, I would wonder uh, what holy is your name, well, then what is God's name? What do we call him? Well, I was looking actually in Exodus today, Exodus chapter 3, and it's when Moses is having the conversation with God at the burning bush. Mm-hmm. God gives him his mission and says, I want you to go uh, set my people free. I'm paraphrasing this. And uh, I think Moses is shaking in his, well, he's not even wearing boots. So he's just, he's already nervous about what God's putting before him. And he goes, well, who, who am I going to say sent me? They're not even going to believe me. Who do mm-hmm. I say sent me? I'm going to read in verse 13. It says, Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? Who shall, what shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am sent me to you. Mm. God also said to Moses, Say to the people of Israel, The Lord the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. I am that I am. That's the, I mean, I, I, 
I don't even know how, because I've thought through this a lot. I'm like, how do I argue with that? I yeah. am that I am. He doesn't owe me an explanation. Mm-hmm. And he just, and even that statement, I am who I am. And he mm-hmm. said that. And later on uh, uh, in the New Testament, when the Pharisees are talking to Jesus, and um, they ask him, are you greater than Abraham? And he said, before Abraham was born, I am. Mm-hmm. They knew exactly what he was saying, and that's what they, they about lost their heads, and they wanted to kill him for blasphemy, and Jesus was claiming to be God. He said, before Abraham was born, I am. And they went right back to this, mm-hmm. because generation after generation, they knew that God was, I am who I am. And again, I'll say this, God owes nobody an explanation. He is who he is. And uh, there again, it brings us back to standing on the edge, staring into the abyss of affinity, mm. And uh, all we're left with is is uh, just much like when we look at the stars themselves, uh, how finite we are when we stare into infinity. Yeah, and it is it is mind boggling. Which leaves me with what would you what would the challenge be on this topic for yeah. people to uh, even even start the start the journey of trying to comprehend some of this? Yeah, um, I would encourage people not to comprehend anything, but I would say this, and I, I think it's a great question, Lance. Um, the beginning of the prayer, again, Jesus says, our Father in heaven. So here we here we have God saying, I am who I am, mm-hmm. yet he's my Father. So there's this interesting relationship. God chooses to be the Father to the fathers. He chooses to be my Father. There's an intimate relationship there. There's a, a close uh, a, a, a knowing of God, yet he is the God who says, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. He is the God of infinity, yet he chooses because he loves us to have that closeness and mm-hmm. invite us into, uh, you know, you know, what was he say? He said, uh, uh, be still know that I am God. He goes, come, let us reason together. He says this in the old Testament. He wants to spend time with us. Mm-hmm. Yet he is the God of the universe. who spoke things into existence. And, um, my, my, what I would say to people is know your God, mm-hmm. take the time, take the effort. Just like if you want to know somebody else, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes belief. There's ups and downs, but it is worth the pursuit of knowing your God. Yeah, absolutely, and that is uh, that encouragement is uh, completely right on. And I, I would agree that you would come back with uh, benefits for them if they would actually try and do that. Yeah, and it comes back to benefits for us because as we go and we're, we're the, the, this again, I, I look at the Lord's prayer as sort of a template or a pattern, a way of, of thinking and approaching God. It impacts every aspect of every day of my life, yeah. and it puts me in the right perspective, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and otherwise. R- really good, which is why uh, I'm excited about our next podcast as we continue to go through the Lord's Prayer. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where we want you to remember discipleship is simple, it's just not easy.